0: Hello, hello. Good, good evening, everyone. It's a lovely day, isn't it? I hope you had a wonderful weekend, and I hope that you are prepared for this coming week. If you are new to this live, this is the J. Roldan Podcast, by the way, and what we do here is we read poetry, and I show you how I connect with them, sharing some personal stories as well as some techniques, and you share your comments and let me know how you connect with these poems. Tonight is a special evening because we tonight we are going to read a few poems related to none other than vampires. That's right. Vampires. And I promise it's done in a lot of class and a lot of taste so no no horrific stories here only, 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 only some interesting, thought-provoking poems for this evening. If you're new to this live, once again Get some earpods, get some headphones. I promise you the experience is so much better. And you will not regret it. Only thing I do ask in return is that you tap that screen for the likes, so that we can continue to influence the world with good poetry. That is what is the mission for this channel, at least. So, whatever it is that you are, hopefully you are enjoying yourself, and preparing for this work week. Tomorrow is obviously Halloween, so... Hopefully you have your own candy and all that stuff that you enjoy. I personally don't do it, but <laughs> but I do enjoy the candy. Anyway, how's everybody like? Everybody okay? Yes? <laughs> Thank you so much for the follows. Thank you so much for the likes. Once again, if you are new to this live, this is the J. Roland Podcast and we read poems here. Alright? Tonight's gonna be so great, guys. I promise you I'm gonna be reading some poems that I've never read before, and these are all related to None other than vampires. That's right. Are you guys ready? <laughs> oh, you're, you're still exhausted from last week? Oh no! <laughs> oh man. So... Are you okay? Is everything okay? Yeah? <laughs> anyway. Okay. Are you guys ready? By the way, I selected these compositions right now that you're listening to. This this composer, his name is uh, Ray Furs, and he does a lot of like sort of, shall we say, uh, Nordic type of compositions mixed with Germanic and a little bit of Gothic uh, influence as well. So I think you guys will enjoy this, and it goes really well with the poems tonight. Alright, so before I get started, I just want to declare that I am not a vampire scholar, okay, I don't study that scholarship, that is not my scholarship. And I'm sure there's a lot of fans here that like are very very influenced and very very dedicated to vampire folklore. And so I'm sure you have all of these detailed information about like vampires and you know these cultural implications and how different sort of societies and civilizations and histories have developed vampires themselves so I would love to hear from you if you would like to share but there is one particular story that is very much one that I absolutely love to reiterate and I think you guys will be very surprised as to this particular history. Now obviously vampires are a fictional character and actually have some influence from greek mythology by the way and I'll talk a little bit more about that letter when I talk about a creature called Lamia Lamia, or wait a minute what's her name (laughs) sorry I always forget it's Lamia okay so I'll talk about her a little bit later and that's actually a Greek mythological character so looking forward to discussing that one with y'all but before I get there I would like to discuss one peculiar story that I have been very much influenced by and I think it's a really interesting perspective on like understanding where characters like Dracula came from. Now, I don't know, like I said, I'm not an expert in this field, so you guys can absolutely like, you know, chime in and let me know like any particular details that you like to share. But some of the earliest works of vampires was done in like 1800s, early 1800s and Actually, the f- one of the f- more famous ones, at least, was one that was called "The Vampire," the vampire, and that was spelled with a Y, by the way, not with an I, with a, with a Y, and it was written by an English writer, and his name is um, uh, John John uh, Polidori, I think Polidori, John Polidori, P-O-L-I-D-O-R-I. Anyway, so this was back in like early 1800s. Okay, now that. Many, from what I've been told at least, from some of my friends. Okay, from. By the way, those of you who don't know me, I do. Work, I am a professor, and I, I teach more of the communication side. Anyway, so a lot of my friends are in the English department, and so this is where I got sort of my information from. But supposedly, this particular book that I just mentioned by the English uh, writer John Polidori. You know, he was sort of like the one that sort of set the tone for how we sort of understand vampires today, right? So it's that typical sort of like undead character that roams around the world, and you know, he devours uh, other humans, right? And and the idea here, devouring their life, right, also known as their li- their their blood, right? But um, something, but then after that, right, is where we get like Bram Stoker. Stoker's uh, 1897 novel which was Dracula, right? And that sort of like made it more like into a an adult-themed literature, right? So, make no mistake, this is this the vampires have always been oriented towards adults. And so um obviously we know sort of the rough idea of where Dracula what he's about and why he's the way why he is the way he is. But there's one As I said earlier, there's one particular story that absolutely just captivated me and changed the entire perspective of who Dracula is and vampires in general, okay? So let me talk about the Dracula character before I go into the vampires section, okay? So here it goes. So yes, once again, those of you who are are fans of this type of literature, you obviously know this a a lot better than I do. But I just want to share this one particular story. So this, so check this out. So back in, I think it was early 2000, uh, there was a... Let me actually check that real quick. Uh, that? Yeah, okay. Oh man, it was much older than I thought. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so in, back in 1992, uh, there was a film version of Bram St- uh, Stalker, Stoker's film. Uh, book, right? So the one that was written in 1897, I believe. And this was this film was an interpretation of that book in nineteen ninety two. And it actually has Gary Oldman by the way. So if you're if you're a fan of Gary Oldman, he's a fantastic actor by the way. And I encourage you guys to check out this film. So this is the film version of that literature. Anyway, so where I want to go with this. Now this is absolutely just where things like change the perspective, because most of the time, you and I have probably heard of Dracula being this sort of like, you know, this this is everlasting, living undead character that is just wreaking havoc and you know trying to live his life, but at the same time, you know, just is not under anybody's control and is upset at something, right? Something in its past. So most of us, get, most of us got to learn the. Love story about Dracula and how sort of he like was cursed because he was trying to revive this 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 woman that he loved, but then through all of these dark arts, you know, he was cursed to live forever. But that's not actually where Bram Stoker's Stoker's story actually takes us. And so, here's where I want to uh, expand this 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 Dracula character. Okay, so after that film was made okay there was another one that tried to kind of continue this interpretation of dracula and it was titled the title is kind of kind of silly but it's called dracula two, 2000 okay dracula 2000 and sure enough this was also uh, filmed in the year 2000 <laughs> so this was called dracula 2000 and it actually has gerard butler so all you ladies that like gerard butler you probably want to check this this one out Okay, so, they took Bram Stoker's Dracula, right, and they tried to apply Dracula into the modern day and age of where he is now, right, where Dracula exists, right? in our contemporary time, right, the, obviously this was in 2000, so it's a little outdated, but the point is, he's no longer living in the medieval Ages, right, he's no longer living in the early 1900s, so now he's actually in modern times. Okay, let's get to the point. So... In Dracula 2000, we actually get to see a little bit of history of, a little bit more history about where Dracula came from, okay? Once again, this is a fictional character, so this particular story is also fictional. But check this out. In Dracula 2000, you actually get to find out that that Dracula, okay? Once again, this is influenced by Bram Stoker's uh, story, but but now they put a modern twist to it so in dracula 2000 you get to find out that dracula actually was judas iscariot from the new, from the new testament now wait a minute i don't know if you guys heard me right judas iscariot from the new testament now probably some of you probably scratching your head like why like why what what's what's how do they connect it right? How does the author of Dracula 2000 connect it to Judas? Well, okay, I'm gonna give you the short and sweet version of this. So, basically, when Judas had betrayed Jesus, okay, he was, and this is actually in the New Testament itself, where Judas actually commits suicide. But in this story, Dracula 2000 we see Judas, okay, once again this is a fictional interpretation, I just want to clarify this, fictional interpretation, but we see Judas actually attempts suicide, and then guess what, he actually doesn't die, (laughs) he doesn't die, and so he wakes up, and he's trying to figure out like what just happened, right, he's not dead, right, he's actually still living, he sees like everything, like everybody's still alive, you know, the people that he knew, And he's still walking around and then he realizes that like that he can't die and so he lives his life eternally as a person that doesn't that gets to live forever but he gets to live with that guilt of being the guy that betrayed Jesus right so that whole idea of like vampires sucking blood, for example, that's actually a metaphor, a symbolism, that for Judas it's a reminder that he actually basically shed Christ's blood, right? The most influential man and God that has ever existed on this earth, and that therefore he's going to actually be cursed with the thought and the reminder, the memory, that he's the one that actually betrayed J- Jesus. So he has to live and he has to roam the entire world for the rest of his eternal days, okay? He can't die. And he has to re- be reminded that he shed Christ's blood. So that therefore as a way of combating that, right? As a way of mocking it even more and combating that. He he goes around and like tries to sexualize all of these, like, encounters that he has, right? Men, women, and, and tries to sort of, like, mock the idea that the blood is something pleasurable rather than something that is pain, right? So he tries to cover the pain with pleasure, and therefore, that's where you get this idea that vampires suck blood, and Dracula as well, right? And then, get this. The reason why... this Once again, this is the interpretation in Dracula 2000. The reason why Dracula... Can get hurt by silver objects, right? Silver knives, silver spears, silver swords. It's because he was paid in silver, right? So after Judas actually betrayed Jesus, um, he was paid, right? He did it for money. And so that's sort of like his sort of like ironic uh, turnaround where he can now, the same reason why he killed. Christ for silver pieces is also the same reason why he could possibly get hurt with these silver objects, right? So it's a fascinating story. It's like a really unique perspective. Like, I never really thought that that would be, like, a possible connection there. But once again, this is just a fictional story. But it's really interesting to think about, like, maybe that's what Dracula is, right? Maybe that's why he's wreaking havoc. Maybe that's why he's, like, really just upset and living a life that is, you know, that is beyond any sort of reason or logic or even, like, potential, like, influence of compassion, right? He himself doesn't want compassion. He just wants to basically, like, devour and and, and in many ways also die, right? Like, how many of you thought about, like, the whole idea of, like, actually living, do you actually live because you know that you're going to die? And if so, like what's wrong with that perspective, right? Of course, the irony here is that in Christian Christian ideology, like the idea of like everlasting life is a recom- is a reward, right? And so that's sort of like the goal. But but for Judas, he gets to live on this earth, right? Once again, this is uh, this is Dracula 2000, like he gets to live on this earth just being torturing himself right with the thought that he's the one that basically betrayed the son of god right so i want to read a couple of poems here that kind of expresses this idea of like what a vampire and a dracula goes through and once again i've never read these poems before on a live so i hope you guys do enjoy these because i did spend some time today Thinking about, about these and maybe even like helping you see this in a different perspective, okay? And then I'm going to go to a Greek mythological creature called Lamia or Lamia and same thing, okay? I'll read some poems. I'll read a, a short story actually by John Keats that explains her story and well, we'll go from there, okay? You guys ready? Alright, so wherever you are. Get a couch, lie down on the bed, or maybe you're in your patio. Maybe you're at the coast beach, or maybe just at the mountain somewhere. But go find a nice cozy spot. Get those headphones on, and let's get ready to listen to some poems tonight. All right? It's going to be a great time. Thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to press the like button. And if you have any friends that you think would like this, go ahead and share this with them. And those of you who are new to this live, every time I drink some water, you guys got to tap that screen. All right? So we're going to do that in three Two, one, here we go. Chistosa. <laughs> okay. All right. So, for this first one, this is by this one's titled Ages Gone By. Alright, All right, I'm going to play a different track real quick, and then we'll get started. Okay, you guys ready? We're going to start here pretty soon. After this track, we'll start with this poem, okay? Sorry, I'm just waiting for that. have gone by, roaming as I have always done, yet nothing is the same. Time changes, yet I remain, a frail man, alone to walk this shallow earth, broken, And cast out from the womb Feeding on innocence and decay On a night like tonight And I lose all humanity And hope As my prey Does neither but welt in my arms Man and beast am I And vengeance is my thirst a blood rush from the ages gone by Never quenched Or made right So Forevermore I roam The broken man Ages Go by Do you like that? Ages gone by. Alright, here's another one. Here's another one. Ready? This one's called, Out of the Grave. Alone in the thickening dark. Upon my body lies softly in your mark. Above my head is the dimmest of lights, trapped in a well of uncountable nights. From far away, I hear a dim song. Promising me, I'll be free before long. Telling me of a tunnel in the stone, which upon it my senses could not hone. Feeling around, I soon found the dark path to follow it through. I would face your God's wrath, I enter and feel the slow steady water Soft and quick steps won't allow me to falter when I break through breathing air that you gave and I find I just dug myself out of my grave. was titled A Vampire's Life. A Vampire's Life and dark. A vampire's life, a lonely experience. My life is a hollow grave, dead ground. The moon kisses while the sun stings and burns. A vampire's life is dark and dense, never dying but never seeing. We are feared, but then, what do we fear? We have everything, but it turns out we have nothing. And they want to be us. But in a vampire's life, they want death. Don't you agree? Come, let me tell you another story. Come closer. I beg you. In fact, I beseech you. Excuse me. I didn't know how to start. And sometimes I get lost, thinking of words or lies to tell you. Lies go on top of lies, and images of a domino effect, pieces tumble and, but not always in place. I know lying is my middle name, but I can't tell you everything. Not supposed to. It's supposed to work like that, you understand? You see what I... You see. Because that's who you are, and I should never tell you the truth. Besides, you like the lies. You couldn't handle the truth, most of you never can. You just want my hands in your hands, and show off with me, be proud. You got this, no? Or I got you? Here we go. Bleed you dry. I suck you dry. Because I need to suck you dry. My happiness is based on me. Never you. And you're just my hostess, my thing to do, blood in, blood out. Don't you understand? See, I have no love for any man, woman or child. There are no gods to pray to, I shouldn't say that. I am here to survive, to feast, to rule my world any way I can. Watch me smile a handsome smile as I tell you to go to hell. I always love that moment when they get so surprised, at the evil in my eyes and at the dream lover that wasn't real, at the love that wasn't there and at the extensions in my hair. But the eyes are real. Always look to the eyes. Surprise. I can see it in your eyes. Another woman down, call 911, red alert, medic. Another woman just fell for something she thought was real. So I ask her, what is real? And I can see the anger building in her eyes, and she expects me to run out the door. But I don't run out the door, and I give me, and I give myself more and more and more. Now she wants to run out the door, and she begs me to. Please, just leave, just go. Begs me for her life wishing she was never laid eyes on me or fell into my trap come into my web go into my trap taste my body hear my thoughts don't you want more? me not evil please understand I am a vampire and I continue to pray every night every night every night I love the night that freedom that. Night air, that empty streets, that moonlit sky. Ah, so beautiful and bright. Isn't it bright? Hmm. I love the night. Damn, I love the night. Oh man, did you guys like that? That was so good. <laughs> that was so fun. That one's called Vampire Quarter. Alright? And, well, it's pretty self-explanatory. There's no metaphors in here. <laughs> but here's something that I want to share, though, okay? So, speaking of the Judas connection with Dracid 2000, you know, it's it truly is a curse to, like, roam Brown Roam about the world for eternity. If, if you think about it, okay? now I'm talking about like the context of like, like a broken world, right? A world that is in turmoil, a world that is just is stained with nothing but like well wrongs and just debauchery and all kinds of like things that are painful and hurtful and deceiving and just all kinds of things. Okay. So living in a world like that, okay, is in many ways a curse, right? Who would want to live eternally in a broken world? Nobody does, right? We we would rather live in a paradise. That's the ultimate goal, right? Paradise where there is no pain, where there is no sorrow, where there is no deception, where there is no abandonment, where there is no hurt, right? That's eternal life, in its fullest capacity but to live in a world that is the opposite of that is truly a curse which is why a vampire is a lonely creature right which is why Dracula himself is a lonely creature and he tries to satisfy himself themselves by all of these types of actions that they do right because in many ways they are above any reproach, they're above any man-made law, right? They're above any moral, right? So what's to stop them from being who they are, right? I mean, in many ways they are self-centered because why not, right? I mean, think about it. They have absolute control over all human beings because they just do. They're different. They can't die. They can't be hurt. They're numb to the pain. They're numb to everything, right? In many ways, they are the ultimate accumulation of a sinful man. If you think about it, okay? So, how does a sinful man try to not believe that they're a sinful man? Is by pleasuring and only living in pleasure for themselves but then they realize this is just temporary which is why they are constantly hungry for more right it's never satisfying that's the problem of pleasure is that it's it's hardly satisfying it might be satisfying for a moment for a temporary stage moment but then it goes away it dissipates, and then you are left with more hunger. Which is why I like these poems, because it demonstrates that humanity of loneliness, but now it's ten times even more projected into the life of, a, of vampires and Dracula, right? So, let me do a couple more, just so that we can ho- hone in on that concept a little bit more. So, this one is called Under the Red Moon. Are you ready? Let us begin in five, four, That time again For eons I have waited Waited for the power Of the blood red moon For only under the red moon Shall I bestow my gift The gift of immortality Upon another I will be akin to God On that night I will create another being Just like me another child, another kin of mine. Tis the day of reckoning again, the day of the blood-red moon. My eyes twinkle with pleasure and ecstasy, and I shall make a new child today. Under the red moon I prowl, hunting for the suitable candidate, My clothes dark and evil against the red backdrop of the moon, blood moon. My skin pale and shining, like a silent death I crouch and approach, encroach upon the dwellings of man. My search has brought me here, and my senses guide me to this place. My dark eyes wander the land the one worthy of my gift, for the one who shall be mine forever. My eyes chance upon her, walking enticingly under the red moon. She gives off an aura of energy that hath me fixated to the spot As my mind processes what I see, I lick my lips in anticipation and all my senses tell me that she is the one, my new child, my new kin, my new mate. She will be my new immortal and I walk towards her swiftly and silently. From behind I approach, she turns and is mesmerized by my handsome appearance. And as I turn on my charm, she smiles back at me. I draw closer, and she feels no fear. This was the final test. Fearlessness. The answer. Now I am sure she is the one. I reach out to her with my arms, and she is drawn towards me. As our lips meet again, she gasps in joy. And slowly my lips trace to her neck, where the jugular doth pumps, my fangs are ready to do their duty. As I pierce her skin gently, she screams in ecstasy, holding on to me tighter, and I suck out her blood and nearly nearly leave her dry. She goes into stupor, an ec- ecstatic one at that, while she swoons and falls at my feet, devoid of all life and blood, and I smile and bite my lips, then I bite my wrist. Under the glow of the red moon, my blood glistens dark red, shining like a ruby held against the backdrop of the red moon, as I hold my wrist to her lips, shining like a ruby, whilst I chant in an ancient tongue words, which are rarely spoken in by my kind, in a language known only to me and my kind, other than him and his angels. She hungrily draws my blood and falls into deep slumber. Satiated both in mind and body she lays still. And under the red moon I scoop her into my arms. Carry her gently and fly into the blood-red sky. I carry her to my castle. High atop the mountains my castle shines red. Under the glow from the red moon, I lay her upon my bed and kiss her gentle lips, and she smiles, and yet she still sleeps. As the night prolongs, she awakens, my child born under the red moon. Not a whimper she made, nor any remorse she felt. A smile upon her sensuous lips doth shone bright. And I looked upon her, and I saw the love in the child's eyes. I called her my dark angel, fallen but never forsaken. And she licks her lips and looks at to me. And she is hungry and is ready for her first kill. Unversed, as she is in that skill, she looks upon me with devotion to learn, and I carry her down, back to the dwellings of men. and while I teach her the art of seduction and hunting, we select our target and stalk him to a lonely place. And she glides towards him silently and slowly. He is moved by her beauty, charmed by her presence, mesmerized by her smile. And she strikes in one swift movement, biting hard and sucking deep, to satiate her hunger for the silken fluid, and hence she is born my child. My kin. My new mate. Under the red moon she was born. and Now she comes unto me. As she kisses me deeply and passionately. Maybe for eternity we will be together. My mate and me. Sealed with a kiss. Under the red moon. Hmm. So that was titled Under the Red Moon. (laughs) Hope you guys enjoyed it. This is a short story. That was actually a poem, but it was written kind of like a narrative style. So anyways, coming back to what I was talking about earlier guys. See. That's the whole idea man like Pope like Dracula and, and vampires, even though they're fictional, they portray one of the most saddening parts of a broken soul, a broken spirit, a cursed spirit, which is loneliness. See that's what happens when you defy truth, when you defy, things that are actually good for you, compassion for example, when you reject it then what you are left with is sorrow, pain, bitterness, anguish, all these things influence one another and they sort of like are stirred in this cauldron and they just keep, keep just rotting and rotting and rotting and becomes even more worse things that we now label as evil. So in many ways the vampires are so lonely are so distraught in their own loneliness that that's why they try to commit these violent acts because they don't want to be lonely and even though this particular poem ends in a sort of like you know romantic weird romantic way they're just gonna be lonely anyway (laughs) right just, because even he says right even the even the vampire says maybe for eternity right so even he's not sure he doesn't know how long this will last right so there he's left still in this desperation even though he created this new mate for himself against her will by the way okay let's not forget that Okay? against her will he created this mate that he now is in total control which is another way of like even you know exponentially exaggerating the idea of like loneliness and desperation and bitterness and anger so once again in many ways as a cultural metaphor vampires and dracula are representing what it means when a human being rejects truth, when it rejects compassion, when it rejects forgiveness, when it rejects grace, when it rejects obedience, when it rejects all the things that are actually building on our souls, right? So it makes you think, man. See, this is why this is this is why poetry and like literature in general is like so fun to read, because you know, even though they're fictional, it just makes you reflect on what that actually means. What does it mean? What does it mean to be a Dracula? What does it mean to be a monster? What does it mean to um, just be this creature, right? So thanks to the poems, um, now we know, right? Now we have a a better sense, right? You You know what's odd about this entire season, by the way? Is that even though we know these are dark, influences right these are dark things these are dark monsters these are dark creatures these are dark stories we still long we still we still like have this weird like i wouldn't say longing for it but 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 we have this like strange attraction to it which which is a little bit scary to think about because why why do we why 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 do we have this strange attraction for these dark things and here's why. Because just like this, va- this vampire in this poem is, we don't want to be alone. <laughs> we don't want to be the only one. We, we, we want to know we're not the only ones that are this bitter, that are this just confused of truth, that are the ones that reject compassion. We don't want to be the only ones that are like that. And so we long to find someone else that is just like that. So that we don't have to be miserable by ourselves. Because it's worse when you're by yourself. But now that you have somebody else, now it can be a little less worse. But it's still worse, but it's still bad. See what I mean? (laughs) So, Even though it's a dark story, it still has a good lesson, right? So think about that. Makes you think, right? So, shall we continue with some more Vampire and Dracula's poems? Of course. I'll answer that for you. You know why? Because it's a dark night. (laughs) Just kidding. Alright, this one's called In My Darkness. You guys ready? This one's short. Alright. Ladies and gentlemen, please sit back and be prepared for this story. It's not the one, (laughs) sorry. There is a warmth within the black layers If it is your destiny to walk beside me You will get to know the darkness as I have Feel a forgotten desire in your unspoken dreams. In my darkness there is peace which comes from submission. But first you must release any doubt before you can surrender. Once embrace you will never look back. And in my darkness, there is seductive passion, shared only with a soul that is worthy, and your eyes will speak secrets, and your body will become my second skin. And as newfound thirsts for pleasure, begin to unfold, and in my darkness there are many stories to be told. Let me fondle your pages, flirt with your demons as you shudder at my touch. me not walk alone in eternity. I have suffered long enough. Call out my name, angels in heaven, and lift me from this curse. I no longer want to be alone. Be with me, I beg you give you my soul, I will give my heart, my eyes, my lips, and my own mind. If it be what one chance to be in your presence of glory, may that be my death. So as to remember what it feels like to live in paradise and feel the warmth of love again. So that was a mix between a poem that I read that's titled, In My Darkness, and the second half was an improv section. So the first half was the vampire just, oh thanks Notion. that's so kind of you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, merci, thank you. So the first half was the vampire just, you know, just living in agony, right, and once again. Trying to influence other people because he himself is lonely and bitter, so therefore he wants to other people to be bitter just like him. And then that second half was more of him realizing after all of that pleasure and bitterness, all of those things have been like experienced, and you know, in many ways, just like overwhelming him. Then he has nothing but to cry out towards his savior and you know ask for his forgiveness and ask for his love and just a moment, a chance to be in the presence of glory so that he can actually die there. And even if he doesn't go to heaven, at least he has like just this little tiny little glimpse of what it means to be not damned to hell, right? Not damned to live in a cursed, eternal, soulless, bitter life. Right? Painful life. And so I hope you guys like that portion. By the way, this is the J. Rowland Podcast. We're going to be posting this tomorrow uh, on October 31st, so be on the lookout for my podcast. Those of you who are new to this live, please go to my podcast on Spotify. It is called J. Speaks. And please follow there because the content there is so much more shall we say more powerful than the stuff that I do here. But I I do like these TikTok lives, don't get me wrong, I love it. But just to let you know that my Spotify account is so good. So please go check that out whenever after this live or at some point. And please follow. It is called J Rolden Speaks. And I try to post things every two or three days, if not every other every other day. But anyway, so go check it out, alright? So that was called In My Darkness. And I hope you guys are enjoying this. This is so much fun. I'm really liking this stuff. And once again, this is only just to demonstrate what it means for mankind to live in darkness and loneliness. Right? This is not a necessarily like edifying type of poems, but I'm here to remind you, like, this isn't the reality to to some degree. Okay? This isn't the end of all things. Like, there is. positive outlook here and there is a beautiful message at the end that i've been sharing so far so please don't be discouraged some of these poems are dark but please understand the perspective i'm offering here is that this is sort of like a metaphor for what it means and what happens when mankind rejects truth and compassion and all the things that are edifying for our souls right and so we are left being these sort of walking carcasses that are just 100% like devouring other things that are just dark and 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 the saddest part about this whole thing is that just like vampires and dracula like we don't want to be alone right we don't want to be alone in our own misery which is so tragic right we want to bring other people down with us because we don't want to be the only ones that are like suffering so of course we're going to try to influence as many people to bring us down right and so that's sort of the sad truth of a human being that is absolutely just left in dissolution and just does not want to acknowledge truth, right? And and grace and mercy and, you know, just this ultimate creator that just made us to be in his likeness, right? And through our own doings, we just absolutely become these sort of like walking dead. So, All right, guys. Oh, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Hiker Girl. Yeah, please, everybody, please tap that screen. Tap that screen so we can, you know, get this feed out here to more people and, you know, we can continue to, you know, just get more people to be interested in poetry. And as you guys know, this stuff is just amazing. This is amazing. I love poetry and I hope you guys do too. And that's really my goal here, guys, is just to get more people to remember this beautiful art that's called poetry, right? Poetry is so, so good for us and it is an art that sometimes gets you know, forgotten, but it will never ever be done away with. Make no mistake, poetry will, is here forever and for ages to come. And I continue to try my best to make more people aware of it. So that's the only reason why I want you to tap the screen. I don't want any money, I don't want anything else. I certainly appreciate the gifts, Nushin and all y'all that have given me stuff. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, guys. But all I want is more people to be influenced by these great poems. Okay. So only good content here. Only PG- PG-13. You know, obviously some of these that I'm reading tonight, it's a little bit, a little bit, you know, you know, close to the, close to the borderline. But I never want to talk about things that are rated R. Or, you know, I don't want to read stuff like that. So. If you're interested in that, this is probably not the life for you. But here is more about stimulating your mind as well as edifying your heart. So thank you so much for being here, guys. And we're going to keep going, guys. This background song, this composition is by an amazing compositionist. His name is Ray Furs. Okay. P-H-E-R-Z. Furs. So Ray Furs. And this entire time for this live, his music has been playing in the background. So hope you guys are enjoying it. This guy's amazing. I spent a couple days trying to just like be immersed in his music and I just really thought this is perfect for vampire poetry and I hope you guys are enjoying it. Alright, so we're going to keep going. I'm going to take a drink of water. You know the, you know the deal. Every time I drink, you all have to tap the screen. Alright, here we go. good stuff tonight, guys. Alright. Oh, this song is so good. This song is so good. Alright, we gotta keep going, guys. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Alright, so this one's called Hunter's Night. Are you ready? Alright, this next track. Here we go. take my hand. Come on, let's dance, like the snowflakes flying to wherever in the wind us takes. Hear me call for blood, and let's experience the lust from desire's heavy pleas seeking for ecstasy. Release, Hold her like a lifeless, loveless doll. Through her back against the wall, make her shudder with pleasure, ready to give her my treasure, and let her be the sacrifice of my heart. Never again love shall be torn apart, the might of my wish forever. Make this misery vanish, and come, let me take you by the hand. Let's do that, band, and for revolution against fate, it's never too late. My heart is aching. I can only think of you. I try to get lost in my shadows, but your light still shines through. And now as I breathe, I know you are not with me, and I am not with you need. I am a seer of sorrow complete honest mistake. A foolish stupid chance That you shouldn't have to make. One more day If I could turn back the hands of time One more day I'd turn around and make you mine. And I know I can't hold you But I'll love you all my life To the last lonely breath until the end of time. There is... no taking breaks in loving hearts. Try as hard as you might. We are never really apart. Try to hide away my pain with different faces and names. But I cannot take these games. One more day. If I could turn back the hands of time, One more day, I could find the words to say, and I'll love you forever. I am your prisoner all my life, until my last lonely breath, until the end of time. Once again, another poem that demonstrates the loneliness of vampires, right? When they've been absolutely just cursed with eternal life, living in a broken world, and therefore they're constantly trying to find companionship, right? But the way they do it is very self centered, right? Very, very self centered. And so, like, that's really the issue here. It's like, this is very much a trait of mankind right of human characteristics human characteristics that have been broken right that have been tainted with selfishness right and so we do these things because well we don't want to feel alone so what do we do well we're gonna try to like forcefully convert and create our mates so that they can be just like us and just as lonely and just as miserable and just as you know all these negative attributes That's really the tragedy of like being a vampire, right? So, sure, you can live for thousands and thousands of years, but if you know you're going to be living thousands of years in misery, I don't want to live like that. (laughs) You know what I mean? No, sir. No, thank you. But another great poem. Another one. Alright, this one's titled, Love Me While You Can. I'm going to try to do this one in a slightly different tone, okay? I'm going to see what happens here. Wait, wait, wait. I got to do this again. I got to do this again. One second, one second, one second. Wait, one second. Alright, here we go. I think I got it now. There we go. I don't know if I can. oh yeah, I think tomorrow. Oh I don't know. I don't know if you guys are gonna like this, but we'll we'll do it anyway. Is always a new day So cross your hands and pray To God Chance Or the devil For the mysteries to unravel If the secrets stay shrouded And your prayers aren't answered And if you still feel you are lost And everything seems to be the worst. Whenever the world seems cold, And life just will not unfold, Know that in me you can trust, And I will hold you without lust. And tell me about your prayers, Even if I don't have answers. I'll take every word to my heart, then I'll practice the listening art. Whisper kind words to your ear. And wipe away your every tear. Hold you like I had nothing else. Tell you the truth, not pretense. And if you don't want me to say There's only one thing you have to say. One thing I need to hear again. Love me while you can. Alright. I like this one, and here's why. See, you may think that this particular vampire is being very courteous and loving this particular woman, right? Gracias, Leticia. Gracias. Muchas gracias. <laughs> you may think that this vampire is loving this woman. But look at this last part. He says, one thing I need to hear again. Love me while you can. So here's the thing about this humanistic approach to love nowadays. It's conditioned, right? It's conditioned in the sense that like, hey, I'll do these things for you in exchange that you love me. Right? But but, but what's worse is that what are you loving? You're loving this broken soul, right? You're loving this broken creature, this creature that has been lonely that has been lost that has been that, that has willfully rejected truth right and in many ways compassion itself and yet he is requiring this love that he's looking at right this woman that he's looking at and saying okay look i'll wipe away your tears i'll whisper kind words to your ears i'll listen to whatever it is that's in your heart but you need to love me while you can, right? But, but you're loving a broken thing. <laughs> and so, in many ways like, it's a very sort of like self-absorbed type of love, because you're not really like loving somebody, you're loving yourself, and you're just using somebody to love yourself even more. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, that's sort of like that tainted, stained, human, darkened, broken soul. And once again, this is another reason why I love vampire literature, because that's what it does. It demonstrates this conglomeration of what it means to be a human, but in a lost soul realm. In a realm of lost souls, right? So... This is good stuff, man. Don't get me wrong. This is this is actually, like, very lovely in the sense that, oh, here's this guy that, like, is telling this woman all these great things, but yet he preconditions her, right? So keep that in mind, all right? All right, we're going to keep going, guys. This is good stuff. By the way, thanks for the comments, guys. Thanks for the all these likes. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it, guys. I hope you guys are enjoying this show. This is really... I love this stuff. I love doing these lives, guys, and so I hope you guys are enjoying this so much, and we're gonna do another one called Forget Me. You ready? Alright. We are going to start in... Wait, wait, wait. Alright, this one's. F- there we go. Sorry. <laughs> Alright, after this track, we're gonna start with this next one called Forget Me. Alright? It's not the greatest poem, but. Everyone's gone, it's too late. The ones I loved, the ones I cherished, the ones I heed, they all have perished. Nowhere to go, nowhere to hide come forth, and take me inside, so I might as well be wiped from the face of the earth, seemed like I never existed, like I never had birth. Let darkness come and take me away, destroying light and killing day. So just pretend My presence never begun for you to see And Time's scar at hand Just... Forget me And again, another poem that demonstrates the loneliness of vampires, right? See what I mean? so lonely right they're cursed for eternity and they long for companionship they long to live what does it mean to live here on this earth at least right in this broken realm well it means to die right if you want to live you also have to learn you have to acknowledge acknowledge that you're going to die really right Life is such a sacred, sacred part of humanity that most of morality is formulated by the acknowledgement of death, right? Like like that is sort of like the negative thing, but at the same time it's also the thing that like influences us to be stronger loving right to attain intelligence to acquire knowledge to pass it on right to grow a family and right to af- to portray affection to another right so that's why i like these guys Yeah, no worries. Nice to see you again, kitty. Thanks for being here. <laughs> no problem. Alright, so where was I doing? <laughs> um, so that was called Forget Me. <laughs> Let's see. Out, check this out. This was titled "All I Needed Was a Friend." All I really want is to meet you. Okay, check this out. Oh, I don't know if I can fit it in this this tiny section here. One second, one second. We'll give it a shot. We'll see what happens. I only have like a minute and twenty seconds for this one. I don't know if I'm gonna do it, but. You guys ready? I don't think so. Alright, when it slows down here, I'm gonna start the poem. Okay? I'm gonna try to get this on my podcast, that's why I'm trying to time this just right. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Wait. All I needed was a friend. Who really understand What I've been through And could relate to Someone who could make me move on. We would act as one. Bring a smile to my face. Would be walking a mile the same pace. Even if we don't live on the same land or ground. We were meant to be found when we first talk, It was for me a good walk. And all I could do was think about you. And I already miss you. You called me darling. And you stole my heart. We understand each other and that's why we were meant for one another. When you write to me, I want to respond as quickly. Because all I really want is to meet you. Last part is so good I, sh- I wish it was prolonged Give me one second y'all Wait I-, I-, I might read that one again actually Give me one second Give me one second Alright one more time One more time We're gonna, tr- we're gonna do this one more time a friend who really understands what I've been through and could relate to, someone who could make me move on and we would act as one, bring a smile to my face would be walking a mile the same pace. Even if we don't live on the same land or ground, we were meant to be found. When we first talk, it was for me a good walk. And all I could do was think about you. And I already miss you. You called me darling. And you stole my heart. And we understand each other. And that's why we were meant for one another. When you write to me, I want to respond as quickly. Because all I really want is to meet you. I have told you since the beginning. That is my heart's desire. No other thought could be any higher. And yet... You outcasted me. Into some malicious purgatory. I could not fathom why you hesitated my love for you why why the quintessential question of turmoil perhaps this is my curse curse to ask and never know why you left me so. All I wanted to do was to meet you. To look into your eyes and imagine my own life through yours. I never questioned what I had to offer you. I knew full well what you needed. See, you needed peace, you needed affection, an assurance, and a safety that you never felt before. I have always been the same consistent soul to you. And I was willing to give it to you. It's some photograph of some sorts, and all I am now is just some faint pleasant memory. I realize now that all I was to you by yourself. You needed to break me down into thousands of pieces and pluck only the greatest attributes of my soul, so that you can patch your own In many ways you used my being to shield you against the evil that had marked you for dead. in vain, and I've cried every time I sing that one song I sang to you in front of you. to dance with you, to hold you close, to bring you joy and peace beyond any comparison. goodbye to you. I wish you a speedy recovery. But I have regained my soul and now I will give it to someone who will live with me forever. Alright y'all, so that was another improv for you. (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed it. This is a great night. I'm so happy you guys are here. I know it's a little bit late. I understand that, but this is a... I love these lives. Those of you who are new, by the way, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you are new, what we do here is we read some poems. I show you how I connect to them. offer you a little bit of history about some of the poets and some of the stories that are shared. And you offer your perspective. Give me your thoughts. Give me your analysis. Give me your... Whatever it is that you're going through, put it in the comments, put it in the chats, and we move on to the next poem. I do ask that you get some earphones or AirPods, because the experience is so much better. If you are also new, please remember that I also have a podcast on Spotify. It is titled J. Rolden Speaks. If you don't know how to spell J. Rolden, just go to my TikTok uh, page, and you'll see my name there. And just put that into Spotify search bar, J. Rolden Speaks, and you'll see this beautiful face and hopefully you will enjoy the content I guarantee that you'll enjoy the content because if you like this right here you're gonna love the Spotify because it's so much better man I absolutely love my Spotify account that platform has been so good and I love that stuff that's on there so please go check it out go follow you won't regret it alright alright cool sir Thomas Wyatt was your 12th great-grandfather nice that's pretty awesome 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 Alright, we're going to do a couple more poems, guys, and then we'll call it a night. And for some reason, I always get so many people coming when I'm going to, like, towards the end of my lives. But that's okay. We're going to keep going because I am feeling so good today. And I am just wanting, really. I love this stuff. I love this stuff. Those of you who don't know me, I read poetry anyway. So I might as well read it to some people that want to listen. So if this is your first time here, don't go anywhere because it's going to be so good. So wait, just give me a couple minutes while I prepare for the next one. All right? So here we go. This one's called Ooh guys you gotta like this one. This one's called A Conversation Between My Heart and My Mind. Did you hear that? Let me pause the music. This next one? Don't you don't want to miss one. This one. Okay? This one's titled A Conversation Between My Heart and My Mind. Okay? This is this is written from Dracula's perspective. Okay. Alright, that's right. Those of you who just came into the live, that's right. We're reading vampire and Dracula poems. So let's hear some of this stuff, okay? So once again, the title of this one is called A Conversation Between My Heart and My Mind. Alright, I'm gonna pick a song here that I'm hoping that it'll it'll go well with this. I didn't, I'll be honest, I didn't prepare for this one, but I hope that this one works. So let me check this out real quick. This might do it. I think that might work, actually. One second. Let me try this one. Okay. I think this is the one. This, I think this one's better. All right. All right. So I'm going to rewind this a little bit. And when that song starts to dim, to fade away, then the next one starts. That's when I'm going to start. Okay. Here we go. Oop. <laughs> you have conversations with your mind and your heart every day yeah that's interesting maybe <laughs> you must be a vampire yeah maybe i hope not i don't want to be an vampire. i actually want to die so that i can live again you know what i mean <laughs> and no that's not a morbid thought it's actually anyway let's get ready for this next one still can forgive, while you seem to be absolved of the past, yet I know it still lingers for the clashes seem to have some been brutal, oddly enough, I need to hear you, Although I do not know if the next words you utter will be sincere or sub-serpent's lies. For I think from experience the track record between us isn't too good. If whatever self-pride you have left will allow you to be true to me may bridge that gap and ease that confusion that seems to rise within me. For I do not believe that you have anything else in the, in that arsenal of yours that could possibly destroy me once again. Not that it was deliberate. I am sure, but nevertheless, was still as potent, still that scarring, terrible impact which will forever leave a mark on my being and self. How many times can I forgive? And yet never forget, it pains me terribly to think upon it. Confuses me to wonder why I cannot seem to just move on. Perhaps it was due to the fact that you always entered, as if one was a blustering whirlwind. Then leave in dishonour and disgust, not finishing things that were meant to have been ended and forgotten. And so I sit here and wonder if he will honestly and truly hurt me again. For it is thought that You are well spent and are ending the hurt, but never will you show those signs to me, will you? Only time will be my only provider for the answers that I seek. Tell me. You long for my words? Do you prey upon my thoughts? And do you feel their significance? If I tell you I love you, does it penetrate your heart? Does it run through your veins? Does my affection run through the blood that can both sustain life and take it towards death? You will never know. while I may never take revenge. I promise you one thing. There will be a day of reckoning That you thought you wanted. And you will begin to wonder if I think of you. And you will try to present yourself to me once again, be it through words, be it through your own. Lost me for good. And truly, I hope that you will sleep well at night and not live a single day with regret, thinking, what if? loved that man, if I would have given my heart to him fully, if I would have allowed him to be close to me. To God and ask him for forgiveness and when he prepares your heart for something greater well I shall sit back and be on my voyage experiencing life in the grandest of ways, in the most beautiful of moments, and... I shall be seeking another land. And that land will be so... ...marvelous. There will be a woman there waiting for me. Embracing me as if it were our last and she will be consumed by my kisses and showered by my words. She will be the ultimate definition of true love. This is the jay rolden podcast show thank you so much for being here and this has been so 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 fun i wish i could just keep going and going and going but there's so many people now what in the world thank you so much for being here y'all if you are new to this live this is the jay rolden show and i do have a spot or podcast on spotify so go check it out it's called jay rolden speaks there's so much more great content out there so please go follow me on spotify you won't regret it i promise you just go search in the search bar joy rolden speaks and you're going to find so many good things there it's going to be so fun it's going to be so great it's going to help you just relax and it's also going to teach you things right so it's going to stimulate your mind and it's also going to edify your heart and you'll be able to just rest well and it's going to be so 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 good all right i feel like i should wrap things up right now but there's so many people right now maybe i should do like one more okay because you're vampire. (laughs) By the way, who is this? La Española, cierto? Mira, Andalucía. Bienvenidos, Española. Um, so, thank you for... <laughs> you're so funny. Okay, I just returned from Valley Dracula. Oh wow, okay, so you just returned from... nice, that's cool. Alright, 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 alright. Just a couple more poems here with the vampire and Dracula themes. Now these are going to be, you know, a little bit more like... Just, you know, PG-13-ish, but, you know, nothing negative, so don't worry about it. Okay. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. This one's titled... Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read one that's called Lurking in the Shadows, and then it's going to be followed up by one that's called A Love Letter. Okay? Alright. Here we go, guys. Let me just run it just a little tad here. Lurking. The shadows. Night is all around, and not one can see me lurking in the shadows. Stealthy as a cat and silent as a bat, lurking in the shadows, a scent floats by, rousing my hunger. A movement, a pounce, out of the shadows, unto the prey, it's in me, it fills me and it satisfies me now to return, lurking in the shadows. Listen carefully. I see hell's deadly fire consuming your eyes. Running black as night, your voice stirs the whispered hunger within me, my desire cannot describe the things that I yearn for you to bestow unto me, and I want you to pin me to your bed of blood-red velvet and split my pale shell of a body wide you to take everything I am and swallow it whole, never give it back to leave me empty inside. I want you to throw me against the wall and not allow me to ever disobey words spoken from those pale reaper lip lips. I cannot bear this gnawing, unfulfilled need. Control me, rule me, yield me, do with me as you wish. So long as I can feel your touch set my cold flesh ablaze. So long as your bloodlust consumes me and threatens to enthrall me for the remainder of eternity. your eyes to draw in my body like the blood that pours from your lips I hunger feed me mistress Be and bring me to your body too, so tight that if that if all those spells were corsets I would surely suffocate and fall to the ground dead and make me forever the willing or unwilling prisoner in your newly erected temple, devoted to our love. And here I am, draw your eyes open, hear my call, come take me away and set me free. Save me from the hell in this frail mortal form, and awaken me. Save me from the nothing I... Did you enjoy that? That one is a love letter by Dracula. Just so everybody's clear, okay? Everybody understand, please? This is a love letter written from the persona of Dracula. Okay? Before you DM me with some negative comments, this is only done from a persona of Dracula. So this is fictional and You have to understand, like, the character himself is supremely lonely, right? Supremely sad, supremely just distraught with loneliness and wanting to be loved but also realizing that that sort of satisfaction can never be fulfilled, right? Which is why he continues to, like, lust after this woman and just sort of like beg her to do these things for him so that he can feel some warmth in him but all the while he understands that he can never feel it right he can never feel that so that's why i read it the way i read it guys okay i'm not a fan of like any type of like pornographic literature, okay? I don't read that stuff here. This is simply from the persona of Dracula and just to demonstrate that sort of loneliness aspect, okay? So There you go. Okay. All right. One more. <laughs> One more. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Okay, 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 I got one, I got one, I got one. Wait. I don't know if this song is gonna do it though. Nope, 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 nope. Wait, wait, wait. One second, you yeah. Alright, so this one's titled... Do You Love Me? Okay, this is also from the persona of Dracula. Alright, here we go. So after this song, after this composition fades out, the next one will start and then I'll start reading. Alright, so... Just give me a couple seconds here while this one finishes. Wait, I need to drink something. Sweet and tender feelings that from true affection flow. Love me now while I am living. And do not wait until I'm gone. And then have it chiselled in marble, Sweet words on ice-cold stone. If you have tender thoughts of me, please, tell me now. If you wait until I am sleeping, never to awaken, there will be death between us. sleeping never to awaken there will be death between us and i won't hear you then so if you love me even a little bit let me know while i am living so i can treasure it do you love me love for me Why must be? Why must you be so cool? Once again, why does I get so many people at the end of these lives, man? (laughs) If this is your first time here, thank you so much for being here. This is the J. Rolden Podcast Show, and what we do here is we read some poems. I encourage you to go check out my Spotify account. It's called J. Rolden Speaks. So much better content there. You're going to love it. I guarantee it. If you like this, you're going to like the other stuff. But yeah, tonight was a nice theme of reading some poems by vampires and Dracula. And so I hope you guys really, really liked it. I know there's tons of more stuff here, by the way, guys. And so if you want me to keep going, just let me know because I don't have to get up early tomorrow. But I know a lot of you do. So you need to go. if you need to go back, go to bed. OK, but <laughs> everybody else. All right. Tap on the screen if and give me some give me some give me some love right now. If you want me to keep going with a couple more poems. If not, I can call it a night and wrap it up. And, you know, just everybody go to bed. so <laughs> let's go tap the screen. If you want me to keep going. let's go. uh uh-huh. Thank you so much, everybody, for being here. <laughs> I know that was a little bit strange, but you know, just trying to be a little bit improving here, see what happens. You know, that song was definitely a really great song for that uh, sort of, uh, you know, sp- that, that that sort of short narrative there. But it does make you think, right? Like, like I probably shouldn't share this thought. Okay, I'm gonna share this anyway. So when I was younger. <clears throat> I used to have these, I used to have these thoughts about, like... By the way, when I say young, I mean like I was like 15 or 16 around there. Actually, yeah, I think I was 16. Anyway. So, there was this girl in the village where my dad grew up. And it's a small village. And she asked me one night if I wanted to make a move <laughs> and in Spanish when you say that it, it means like do you want to like make out with them I was 16 so like I was I didn't really know like I, I was actually a good guy by the way so I didn't know what that what that meant right so I mean I kissed another girl before but I just never really knew what that what make a move meant so I just said yes but this girl mm, was Not to my tastes If you know what I mean Like you know I'm sure to another guy She would have been really really like pretty and stuff But I just really wasn't Like you know I didn't like her that way But she was you know she was nice to talk to right? So I said yes And so I asked my cousins later I was like hey man like, What does it mean to make a move and my cousin was like, Dude, What did you say? And I was like, Yes. He's like, Okay, well, that means you have to make out with her. <laughs> I was like, What? No, I can't. No, man. No, I can't. I can't make out with her. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't want to, man. No. Mm-mm. No, thanks. So, anyway, my cousin was like, It's too late now, man. You got to follow through, you know? And I was like, No, man. I can't do it. I can't do it, you know? And I was like, Just, just, I wasn't happy. You know what I mean? And so, like, anyway so she told me what time and you know I saw the clock and somebody had said that you know she's there she's waiting for me and stuff like that and I just I I, I didn't I backed out you know I just I just couldn't man I couldn't so anyway long so let me get to the to really the the main narrative here I gotta be honest with y'all, <laughs> there was, I've had some dreams later through the years, not not lately, and I haven't had them in a long, long, long time, but when I was younger, I used to have dreams where, like, <laughs> she, her spirit was, like, haunting me and just, like, really upset with me because I basically stood her up, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I was like... I'm sorry. In the in the dream, I was like, I'm so sorry, <laughs> so sorry, spirit. I just I just didn't like you like that, and blah, blah. <laughs> I was pleading with the spirit. And uh, you know, she was basically angry at me because I stood her up and stuff, and like I apologized and things like that. And anyway, silly little thing. So that's one of the reasons why I did that um, that earth song earlier, and I was doing that spirit voice. I was like. Trying to get into like that same sort of like mentality of that girl's like, follow me, I'll take it. <laughs> you know what I mean? and so I just thought I had a little bit of fun with that one. So anyway, hopefully you guys enjoyed that little story there. But I just wanted to explain to you why I had to do that spirit. Because, um, yeah, good times. Anyway. <laughs> Don't you love? Don't you? Don't you all love that you found this page? Seriously, man. Come on. Like, if if you tap the screen, if you really love that, you were really happy that you found this page, man. Because like, I really don't know how many two other guys like that read poems with a lot of enthusiasm and like you know just different voice voices and really really great music choices too, by the way, right? Because I actually think about what songs I'm gonna be picking while I read these poems, and so you know, there's a reason why. Some of these lives, you know, they they take long and also I prepare, you know what I mean? So I used to do it every night, but then it was just really time consuming. And I actually have a job, (laughs) so I, I just couldn't, like, spend too much time on these. But anyway, hope you guys enjoyed it. This is so great. I'm having so much fun. I hope you guys are too. And, well, I'm so happy that you guys are just here and listening to this stuff and decided to follow me and stuff. So, I really appreciate it guys once again my only agenda here is to basically get more people to to read poetry and like just realize just how powerful and just how wonderful it is and so i'm not saying poetry is going to change the world but you know at least it'll provide some type of comfort and uh, and also stimulate you here right like we need some more things that are going to stimulate our mind and also strengthen our hearts and edify it with some good content so anyway Alright. Last one, I promise. Last one. Let me see. Alright, I'm going to do one more. And this one is titled Do You Remember? Also... From the persona of Dracula, okay? Do you remember when a smile meant that everything was okay? Do you remember for just a little while that we were once that way? Do you remember when an embrace meant mine and love was real and true? Do you remember when everything was fine and there was nothing to work through? Do you remember when a kiss was a truly treasured thing? Do you remember love was like this and forever showed in a ring? Do you remember when a glance meant high and the sun shined on us all that time? Do you remember when to say goodbye was the last thing on your mind? Do you remember when silence spoke kind and shadows told things unsaid? Do you remember when love was blind and sweet dreams filled your head? Do you remember yourself at all now? Or are you a victim of the cost? Do you remember now? All about A forgotten heart An innocence lost Do you remember me at all now? Do you even see my face? And do you remember I am around? Or has someone taken my place? smile, remember my eyes, remember my words, remember my embrace. Remember the truth foretold, remember my honesty, genuineness, and the future unfolds. Remember me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was the last one. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been a great, 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 great episode. I'm going to be posting this particular live on my Spotify account. It is, once again, if you just came in, it is called J. Rolden Speaks. I'm going to be posting this tomorrow late afternoon. I hope you guys absolutely enjoyed yourselves. This was a blast to do and thank you so much once again to all of you that have gave me given me some gifts you really didn't have to do that but i certainly appreciate it and i promise you that stuff is going to go to good use i promise you one day you're going to see some new artifacts here and i'm going to get some different instruments here that will just make the experience a little bit a little bit better and so once again thank you so much for the gifts thank you so much for the comments i super 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 I'm very thankful for your kind words, y'all. I mean, you really don't have to do that either, but obviously this is coming from your heart, and I, I'm just wanting to for you to know that I absolutely am grateful for it. So, um, yeah, so much. Thank you so much. And to my Hispanic community, muchas gracias por ustedes. Bueno, de nuevo me olvidé de leer unos poemas en castellano, pero quizás mañana voy a tener unos preparados. Ah, no, perdón, perdón. No, no lo voy a a poder hacer mañana, pero quizás, bueno, quizás hay una posibilidad, pero bueno, quiero decirle que me agrada mucho que ustedes estén aquí y que lo están pasando bien. Ojalá que mañana, si Dios quiere, lo pasen súper bien y que las cosas le vayan como Dios manda, ¿cierto? Así que muchas gracias por su sintonía y que Dios les bendiga bastantemente. Okay, everybody, my English speakers, thank you so much once again for your time. And I hope you guys enjoy the absolute um, treasure of poems that we did over here. And I hope you guys uh, have a wonderful, wonderful Monday. And whatever it is that you do, I hope that it goes well and you have a super time. All right. So if I don't see you again, this was an absolute pleasure my life and soul have been satisfied and I know where I'm going. And so don't worry. I think everything will be, everything will be all right. And I hope that you guys have a lasting mark on the stuff that I've been doing. And I hope that the things that I have done have been somewhat comforting and well, something that more people can learn about right so thank you so much for being here y'all have a wonderful rest and i am out and once again be on the lookout for my post of this live on my spotify account and looking forward to seeing y'all on that platform all right guys so thank you so much for everything and buenas noches